Taco Bell holiday party sex party orgy? What? Who did that? Who threw up in the guacamole bowl? We're also going to find out how an absolute legend grifted uh, Netflix to the tune of tens of millions of dollars and turned himself into a crypto king. He lost a lot. He made a lot. And, of course, we're not talking about that guy. We're talking about the old dead guy, lived in 99 and just barely made it, Charlie Munger, the ghost of the ghost of money's past and Christmas future. RIP to the biggest ghoul I've... Hmm. We're also going to find out the real meaning of Black Friday. What does it mean to you and us? Hit the intro. Welcome to Pay Pigs, the only show where you can learn things without wanting to kill yourself because it's so boring. It was that? Oh. That's a pretty good one, right? That's what, okay. I'm going to change that up every time. I like that. We got a, uh, yeah. I didn't think of that. Girlfriend did. Bing. There's one. There's the counter. <laughs> Do I have yeah. to make a graphic for that? Um, a graphic for the girlfriend counter? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Maybe if it... it, 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 it if it exceeds two per episode, maybe. Yeah, know. we'll see. We'll see. What we got a we got a full we got a this episode's like a loaded diaper because man, this thing is full and it stinks and it stinks stinky winky. But for, before we do that, you got yeah yeah, yeah. a couple plugs. Uh, if you're a New Yorker or not a New Yorker too, I guess if you want to travel, I am going to be doing a stand up comedy show at Union Hall in Brooklyn on January eighteenth. There will be a ticket link in the description. You can buy a ticket there. I'll see you there. It's going to yep. be fun. Also, this week's uh, bonus episode is our call-in episode. So if you haven't signed up, we do it every month. And we've also, as a reminder, upgraded all of our tiers. There's a lot more stuff on there. So go to patreon.com slash paypigspod. Uh, we got annual discounts. We're also going to be probably, I think next week, we're doing a stoned episode. That's right. I will be imbibing substance and uh, i don't want to say it because i don't want to get flagged but great i'll be i'll be doing something so next week yeah yeah sure when we stay stoned episode we mean we're going to invite uh the the entire town over we're going to tie Bury me up to my neck to a post and throw rocks and at me. um i've gotten a bunch of rocks i'm going to be giving to all, yeah, this, all the townspeople well that'd be one hell of a stoned episode if you know what i'm saying yeah i don't look forward to it <laughs> But we got to do it anyway. Remember that story about the old guy who just kept going, more weight? Yeah, not the old guy. It was like a, he was like a famous, it was, they were his famous last words. Yeah, Some but it guy, was a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, oh, an old time ago guy. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of old guys, we got some bad news, everybody. Really bad news. I'm our, not laughing. I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable. Our dear friend of the show. I'm sad. And was once, once. Uh, Both of our mentors. Yes, uh, a famous ghoul, a living ghoul, lived to be 99 years old. What a loser, what a quitter, Charlie Munger. Insert the graphic, black and white, something, Sarah McLaugh- or not. Sarah, I mean, uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. In the arms of the Stop. angel. Yep, can't do it more than that. Um, so if you're new to the show, first of all, welcome. But we we make fun of that guy pretty regularly because he's just, he's a funny son of a bitch. And he's also a billionaire. So, and I think, I I don't think he was ever married. And being ninety nine, I truly we're have gonna, to wonder. We're fact check that. I'm real really quick. sorry, but when's the last time you think this guy had sex? 
He was married twice. He was married twice? Mm-hmm. Well, damn, I, I sit corrected. Yeah, but when did he divorce the last time? 2010. Oh, shit. Dude, okay. 13 years of peaceful bliss, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> well, in honor of his dying, uh, he was a maniac and um, a very calm maniac, but I, I'd like to play this 30-second clip. Damn, this dude is so old. He His first divorce was in 1953. Jesus, God. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He married two Nancys, by the way, too. <laughs> oh, that's insane. <laughs> that's how old he is. He was his his both his wives were named Nancy. By the way, I I just got to say, since two of the the people on my bingo card for deaths were Charlie Munger and Diane Feinstein, you know who the third is, right? Damn, this mother. He was fucking like thirty four days away from being a hundred. Yeah. Do you know who my other big name is on my death card? Jeff the, Bezos. No. Oh. Think old. Jack Nicholson. No, think politics. Um, Dark Brandon, dude. Warren Beatty. Oh. Poli- well, he Joe, was in Bullworth. Joe Byron, man. Oh, that's an easy one. Yeah, I know it's an easy one, but I'm just saying it's going to happen probably soon. Anyway, let's uh, let's play this clip of Charlie. Charlie Munger, if you don't know, he was he's like Warren Buffett's best friend, butt, butt boy. buddy, butt boy. And he, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> yeah, they're partners. Yeah, sure. they're, they're partners. And he loved one of Charlie Munger's favorite things was to talk shit on on the crypto markets. Um, so I'll just play this clip because it's too good. Currently, has no intrinsic value, and so I regard the whole business as antisocial, stupid, <laughs> immoral. Immoral. Yes. Why immoral. is that? Why? Why would you trade? Suppose you could make a lot of money trading freshly harvested baby brains. Would you do it or would you say that's immoral? You wouldn't trade them, would you? Too, it's too, too, too awful a concept. Well, to me, Bitcoin is almost as bad. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Bitcoin almost as bad as trading harvested baby brains to almost Charlie Munger. As bad. Almost as bad. I did. I did uh, there is one quote from him that I really like that someone just shared on Twitter, which is, "You don't have a lot of envy. You don't have a lot of resentment. You don't overspend your income. You stay cheerful in spite of your troubles. You deal with reliable people, and you do what you're supposed to do." It's a good quote. He 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 definitely was a. Um, I mean, he really did look like he was already halfway dead. It, it, it is crazy that there were probably all sorts of germs and microbes in his body just absolutely ready waiting to just devour him and they're already getting oh man they're they were feasting already, right they're already taking care of the nancy's though oh yeah that are both his uh, nancy's dead yeah oh damn unfortunately r.i.p to those nancy's r.i.p to the former first lady uh what's her name carter nancy pelosi Ro- rosalind carter yep she's dead right she did yeah <clears throat> well all right enough sad news Enough of the in memoriam. Let's get to what you people really came here for, which is the Taco Bell sex party. Oh, we're doing Taco Bell sex party before. Yeah, why not, man? Okay. Taco Bell sex party. Taco Bell sex party. So uh, this is a bit of local news for, for us because it took place in here in Los Angeles. And uh, this is from KTLA5. And I got to just... Uh, I got to just read this to you, Emil. I got to just let you react to it. Please give it to me. too good. So... It's this woman, Alana Beckium. Beckium? I don't know how to say that, but I'll just say Beckium. So she filed a lawsuit uh, last week 
um, alleging that her supervisor invited her to a December 18th, 2022 party at a San Pedro Taco Bell. San Pedro is a, is a city in south of uh, L.A. County. Sounds pretty nice so far. If you can get locked up for inviting someone to a Christmas party, then lock me up. You yeah. Know I mean? She was encouraged to bring food for a potluck-style buffet, and okay. her contribution was a bowl of guacamole. Once she arrived, she discovered that her supervisor had covered the windows of the restaurant with wrapping paper. Festive. And also covered the security cameras for the lobby of the inside of the restaurant. Curious, she thought. So I'm far, sure. I like that. You don't want to be, uh, we don't need this getting back to corporate. What happens at the San Pedro Taco Bell holiday party stays at the San Pedro Taco Bell holiday party. Well, she claimed that her supervisor provided alcohol to everybody, several of whom were, quote, overserved. Good, good party host so far. Yes. Around midnight, she stepped outside for a short time. Doesn't say why. What do you think she did? Blasted a cigarette? Probably. She probably absolutely blasted. The way things were going in that uh, blacked out Taco Bell. Yeah. Well, she walked. <laughs> the security cameras blocked. She, she walked back into the restaurant and she saw a coworker having sex with his wife in front of everyone at the party. Who else is he supposed to have sex with? Yeah, but then the coworker's <laughs> wife, who this guy was having sex with, was also kissing her female manager and another female coworker at the same time. Incredibly That's hot. That's fucking awesome. Hold so I'm actually gonna... this guy's plugging his own wife while his wife is making out with two other women. I'm going to try to um, apply to the San Pedro, apply for a job at the San Pedro Taco Bell party oh, real quick. Oh, I thought that you were going to, I thought that you were going to um, plug it into like an AI thing to give you a visual. No, no. I'm just seeing if they have any openings. And then since everybody's new trend is Because you figure the 2023 holiday party is right around the corner. Yes. Although after reading, well, it continues. So she alleges that she first ran out of the restaurant. What a fucking prude. And then she went, she forgot about her guacamole bowl. She you was can't like, leave that. you can't leave your guacamole bowl behind. Especially with what's going on in that Taco Bell. So she ran back inside only to find that her manager and the other coworker involved in the sexual encounter were vomiting. One fl- one threw up in the trash while the other threw up in her guacamole bowl. So uh, that sucks for her. And so then she... <laughs> so <laughs> she ends up quitting... And then, uh, or no, she ends up complaining to corporate. Corporate fired everybody involved. And then she got threatened and had like her car window shattered. And um, we've got a bit of a snitches get stitches. Uh, yeah, situation yeah, no kidding. These Very people are, some are. These people are horny and they're unpredictable. <laughs> but I just thought that you would appreciate that. Because, oh, I appreciate it. Because <clears throat> it's, I mean, how often do you get a Taco Bell sex party? That's what the Pay Pigs holiday party is going to look like. When's the last time you ate at Taco Bell? I th- it might have just been once. One time in your life? Yeah. What did you order? I don't even remember. <clears throat> we were driving Fuck. up to... <laughs> <laughs> That's insane to me. I think it was I think it was Boston. We were going up to Boston from New York, uh-huh. and the I was with a friend, and we it said like Taco Bell on the fucking rest there. You know, it says like, yeah, yeah. here's the shit we got. Yeah, gas, Taco yeah, yeah. Bell. Toilet. My friend was like, damn, Taco Bell would be good, huh? I was like, I don't know, I never had it. And they were like, you got to get Taco Bell. I can't yeah. believe you got it. And then I was like, I think it's just going to make me sick. Mm-hmm. So we got the fucking Taco Bell. And then I was like, it doesn't taste that good. And then... Did you throw up? or, or You threw up? No, no, no. Shit. Yeah. Oh, I was man. like, my stomach feels so bad. When, uh, when and I, was... I was like, I don't want to eat that again. 
when I was a kid, my brothers and I used to, I don't, I don't even remember where we got money from, but if we ever had a couple bucks, we'd ride our bikes down to the local Taco Bell. And one time we were parking our bikes where we usually did in the garbage area. And you parked it in the garbage area. Yeah. There's a little sectioned off area for the garbage bins. And we noticed this big metal barrel and Mm -hmm. it had the lid half off. And we were curious, so we looked at it, and it was full of, I don't know, grease, chick, uh, uh, kitchen grease, or it looked like old nacho cheese or something. And we were mortified and grossed out, and then we just said, well, no. let's go get Taco Bell. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we went inside anyway. <laughs> and we got what we always, what I always ordered anyway, which was a chicken quesadilla with a side of nacho cheese. Also, every time my family went to that Taco Bell, which was very often, and we'd do the drive-through, they would forget something out of the. Uh, they would always fucking forget something, and it drove my dad nuts to the point where he'd go, "Oh, I'm not coming back. I'm not going back there. No, I'm not." And then the next week, he'd be like, "Well, let's go to Taco Bell." And he's just, "I'm gonna check the order this time in the drive-through." So we'd check. How'd that go? Sometimes, inevitably, he would still miss something because they always, I, and they always fuck, fuck things up, but. Those were good memories, those, but... When's the last time you went to Taco Bell? I honestly don't remember. I think the last time I had Taco Bell was easily 15 years ago. Holy shit! Mm -hmm. But we're going to do a video on that, aren't we? I'm going to subject myself to... Maybe maybe you'll just tag along and watch. I want to go to every fast food restaurant that I haven't been to in many, many years and just order shit. Like McDonald's, get a Big Mac. Burger King, a Whopper. Carl's Jr., big big Carl. <laughs> I'll come for the sex parties. Yeah, you'll come for the sex parties. Taco Bell, I'll probably get a grilled stuffed burrito because that's what I used to get. Jack in the Box, Monster Tacos. Oh. Uh, anyway, our other big f- flagship story is... This is what I really want to talk about. The the guy who... who... We're going to be talking about Carl, Carl Eric Rinch. Rinch, Carl Rinch. You know him. Everybody knows this Everybody, guy. Everybody... You remember 47 Ronin? The wrench who stole Christmas? He stole millions of the dollars. The wrench who stole $55 million? Oh, man. I, I just, I really love this guy. He is, as, so, let's just start with this. So, who is this fucking guy? Who was guy? Carl Rinch? Let's, let's start with that. Yeah, he's a, <clears throat> he's a guy. He grew up in LA, San Fernando Valley boy. Uh, he, you know, he started he had an interest in filmmaking from a young age. He started shooting stuff when he was a teenager. And then uh, he ended up going to Brown University. And then he comes back to LA to work with Ridley Scott. Everyone knows Ridley Scott. In what capacity? He worked for Ridley Scott? He worked for his production company, but oh, sure. was also working closely with Ridley Scott and learning more about filmmaking. Um, Gets and, his big break how? Well, even before, I just want to note, that even uh, even as a young man, he apparently had a bit of a quirky side. He liked to he liked to make up stories about himself, like uh, so pretty normal upbringing, right? Just a San Fernando sure. Valley kid. But he always liked to say he would he would tell tall tales about his childhood, claiming that he grew up in Africa and that his father was a spy. And uh, while living at the Huntley Hotel in Santa Monica for a stretch, he insisted that the staff cover every inch of his room in white sheets. So he had some. It's so he weird... was an eccentric. He <laughs> yeah, was an bit artist. A bit way. of an eccentric. Um, but yeah. And then so he was always making you know commercials and stuff like that with the production company. And then he made a short for Phillips 
the electronics company. Yeah. And uh, that got him a lot of attention, and he ended up getting an offer to direct 47, 47 Ronin, Ronin. Starring Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. And it tanked at the box office. It was a Christmas release. Because you release. good people wouldn't go see... I remember awesome seeing it. I remember movie. seeing the trailer and shit, and thinking, "Oh, it's Keanu Reeves uh, kicking ass as a ninja or something." I should go see that, but then I had other plans. Something got in the way. Something came up. That was that was a long time ago. What does it have on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way? It's a great question. Sixteen percent. Sixteen percent. So when, he was maybe just a bit of a bit ahead of his time. You know what I mean? He yeah. uh, he saw the he saw the we we all wanted Keanu Reeves kicking ass. We just didn't know in what capacity. And then well, John Wick came along. He didn't let it get him down. We can say that because I'll tell you what this guy what? doesn't let him doesn't let, doesn't let anything, anything get, get him down, down no, which no, no. is which is what I love about him. So fat, let's fast forward a few years, and he starts working on this. He starts working on his own new sci-fi project, and he's com- with a combination of his own money and the money of some investors who believed in him. He starts shooting what's essentially a proof of concept for for a new sci-fi thriller right. that he's got about he's called, all about artificial intelligence organic intelligence organic intelligence the OI. Is what I OI. but what was the name what was the name of the project i can't remember well so it it uh, started as it started as oi but it later becomes conquest and right. it's about these um organic intelligent they're they're like human like species uh, and then the humans eventually catch on but they're on deployed and- to trouble spots around the globe to provide humanitarian aid so he this part man it really pisses me off because what you got to understand is that five six years ago when streaming was really taking off and netflix with netflix was basically giving money to anybody with a pulse and a script and or a proof of concept case in point yeah this is the stuff we were making fun of when that Netflix episode a while ago and I love it. I almost think he like knew Netflix is going to fucking buy anything. Yes. And so, yeah, he makes this proof of concept where he's like self-financing gets in a bit of finance trouble has to come get more financing from other people, borrow right. more money. I think Keanu even steps in and gives him a little cash injection. Um, he goes to Amazon first, right? No, no, no. This is or so they came to him. He films it himself. He films right. I believe six episodes that are anywhere from four to 10 minutes long and uh-huh. it's already fucking nuts. Okay. So he's, he knows it's going to be expensive. He's right. using, uh, European actors and, and crew members to cheaper. Yep. Cheaper can get around Hollywood pesky union yeah, rules. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and apparently the whole thing is just awful schedules, early shoots. There was one day he, he, he made everyone shoot for 24 hours straight. Right on. Cool. Just, I mean, that's how you get the best acting, right? One woman, tired actors. One of the lead actresses uh-huh. got hypothermia because he um, he had her standing bare-legged in snow for for a very long shoot. Cool. <laughs> that's yeah. not cool. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that that's a good idea. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta leave it. You gotta leave it all on the, on the line for your vision. But that's the best part. He was doing all of this for six six episodes, which is essentially like four to ten minutes. It's yeah. barely a fucking web series. Yeah. Well. But his hard work paid off. His hard work paid because, off. Because, yeah, the, you had all these, this content race where all of these people were interested in this in this story. And, yeah, Amazon was originally going to give him, uh, they said it was an eight-figure deal. And he was like, eight all figures. right, fuck Wait, it. that's how much? That's uh, like over $10 million. Anywhere from 10 to $99, oh, $99 million. million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and and then Netflix got wind of that, and they were like, no, fuck that. We'll give you even more we'll money. We'll give you more than that. And so they did. And they stepped in. we'll give you Final Cut. Yeah. Because we love how fucking kooky you are. Yes. And Final Cut was a big deal with with projects on Netflix, because at the time, and I think still to this day, it's very rare that studios and streamers will give just full creative control to their directors and writers and stuff. So it's also important to note there was no uh completed script at this point. Right. So they just had this fucking at any point throughout <laughs> any of this. There was never there were completed scripts for individual episodes, but the entire series was still very much up in the air. But so it was actually a pretty big deal that Netflix bought it because according to them they thought that it was going to be potentially the next Stranger Things. They thought that they believed in him that much. They believed in the idea that much. So keep that in mind when you're when we're talking about just how crazy this Dude, guy I was. Still, I still believe in him that much. I want to see the, the OI. I kind of want to okay? see it too. From it's, the twisted mind of, uh, of, of Carl, Carl Eric Grinch. <laughs> so part of the deal was that they bought the rights. Netflix buys the rights to, to this guy's uh, series. They agreed to pay him $61.2 million in installments commensurate with him reaching certain production benchmarks. And he basically didn't meet any of them. However, Netflix was giving him the money. Right. So it's, I mean, he's, he's shooting stuff. He yes. starts shooting. They, and they're shooting in Brazil, Uruguay, Montevideo, Budapest. Uh, there's all kinds of right. crazy stories coming out. The, they're, they're dispatching union reps to set because, uh, they're saying he's mistreating everybody, shouting at them, cursing something called excessive irritation. Yeah. That was in Which, Brazil. <laughs> in Brazil, apparently he was, he was so off the charts and nuts that cast and crew were complaining. And then in Budapest is love this Budapest is where it gets crazy <laughs> for me because he went days without sleep. And then accused his wife, his own wife, who was a, who was like a model, by the way. His wife was a model, but like everyone's a model. I looked her up. Sure, she's yeah, got okay. like seven thousand followers on Instagram. She's okay, like, so um, she's a liar. And a bitch, <laughs> she's like is what you're saying. a model and yeah. and uh, what's it called? Fashion designer. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, so she was she was uh, helping out on this project because she was a, a producer. She on was it, she worked on this project with. Her. Right. Apparently, this is their brainchild. Well, so him being sleep deprived, he begins to think that she's plotting to assassinate him. Pretty sick. But I mean, who's to say she wasn't? I well, so as I'm reading this, so the defo- so by the way, with all of this, they have they have. Uh, Leaked text messages. They have testimony from from cast and crew, and a lot of it's coming from their the divorce file yeah. itself. Yeah. So in the divorce file, the divorce file, it says that he was doing classic white boy shit. He was punching walls. He was throwing shit. Uh, but Rinch's defense was that he has autism and ADHD. So you really can't blame him. I mean, and autistic sure. people punch walls and throw shit, and his ADHD dictates that. He basically can't be held accountable, which is what we've learned over the last few years. Hey, don't be mad at me. I got autism and ADHD. And and he was taking massive doses of Vyvanse. He was taking... So this was the biggest... Fuck. It's always amphetamines. It's Dude. always prescription amphetamines. The thing is that these are... Have you ever taken Vyvanse? Yes. It fucking whips. <laughs> Vyvanse for the... Have you taken Vyvanse yeah, before? Yeah, I prescribed it for a minute. I was too. So folks, if you don't oh, know... those blue and red bad boys? Yes. No, Ooh, no, I took orange the, baddies. I took blue and white. Mine were fifty milligrams. 
dude, I think blue and red are the 75s. Holy God. Okay, so folks out there, if you don't know, uh, Adderall is, is amphetamine, right? And it's a, Oh, 70. It's a cousin to methamphetamine, and uh, it's basically manufactured meth. And Vivance is like um, Adderall, but supercharged. It's all the craziest parts. All the worst parts of Adderall, Vivance does perfectly. It's like... Oh, it's so fucking clean. It's so fucking when awful. When you got 70 milligrams coursing through your I'll veins. put it to you this way. It's a higher high and a lower low. That's why you just take it. You just keep taking it. Oh, Never man. come down, baby. I remember being on... I remember being high. Vivance is what fueled my 17-hour Halo 3 you online with binges. These? No, I took the, the 50 milligram that's ones. That's the real shit. Which were basically... Yeah, that sounds like... That sounds terrifying to me. If I were to take a Vyvanse now, I I think I would probably have a heart attack. That's when I was really doing the with the seventies. I would I would have to drink like a pitcher of beer just to go to bed. Awful. <laughs> I remember when I was in the midst of taking Vyvanse because I was tiptoeing my way around eventually getting my psychiatrist to prescribe me uh, just straight Adderall. So I, I, I was playing the long game. At first, I went in. And I'm like, I get a little bit of trouble paying attention in the school, and she was like, okay. How about uh, Concerta? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, that sounds nice. Whatever What's that Concerta is. What's Concerta do? It's like the pussiest shit. It's, it's just like, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like Flintstone vitamin. You're it barely gives you any kind of feel. You're just like, yeah, I guess things are cool. Concerta's Whatever. bitch made. Yeah, so I was on it for a month because I, I did legitimately try it. I was like, all right, maybe I'm going to uncover something cool here. And I tried it for about a month and then... I went back to the doctor and I told the truth. I was like, it's, you know, it didn't, um, what else you got? And she said, okay, how about, uh, I can't remember the other one. I think it started with an O. I, I tried something else. Oh, Dex, Ritalin? Dextra, Dextro, Dextra amphetamine. It's like similar to amphetamine, but it was okay. It, it kind of did the trick, but I just, I tried it again for like a month, two months. And I said, you know, I really not feel. I just feel like something's missing. You know, my friend has this uh, amphetamine salt thing that's really. And she said, "No, let's try one more thing." And I was like, "Fuck!" And then she said, "Okay, how about Vivance?" And I rolled my eyes because I had no idea what it was. And she prescribed me fifty milligrams, and it was like, I was just. I mean, I folks, I I legitimately thought that I could become president of the United States. <laughs> In 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 college, I'm like, oh, I got it, I got it. Then I was smoking weed and like playing Halo and just, just like I could do this. And are you still just looking at the fucking? What are you fantasizing I'm just, over? Yeah, I'm he's just, folks. He's just looking at the at the Wikipedia page I for Vivans. I have this picture of uh, I can find it where I just had. Cause I had so many Vivans and Adderalls and I was like so stoked. I'm, I was like, yes, I'm fucking, cause I wasn't prescribed. I was getting it through wherever. Yeah. I and was I remember prescribed. just a, a bunch. I was like, those are the good ones. Cause I had, I had Adderall twenties and tens and then I had uh Vivan seventies and something else. Jesus Christ. Is there a, is there a statute of limitations to admitting uh, to a federal crime on a podcast? He was kidding. No, yeah. no, me. What was your federal crime? My, my selling prescription medication. Um, I think you're going to be all you right. You were kidding. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm just kidding when I say that I used to sell the Adderall to, to, <laughs> to And I was selling them for... Oh, sorry. Good good call. Good call. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
I was selling them for uh, three three pills for twenty bucks. And then that's I, a great deal. Thank you. I thought so too. But then I was in I was in the study hall, and I'm just like zoinked out of my mind writing an essay or something. And these kids behind me are talking about Adderall, and they're talking about like the ten milligram ones that they're buying. And I'm just sitting there going, "These guys have no idea that I'm the king of this town." <laughs> Even though I wasn't. Ben is the one who knocks. I was very much not. And the president. (laughs) But I heard him, the other guy go, how much do you buy him for? And he goes, 10 bucks a pill for the 10 milligram ones. And I had the 30 milligram ones that I was selling for essentially a little over $6. Oh, shit, you had the 30s? Yeah. I just wanted to get rid of them. I'm just like, all right, yeah, I just want to. Yeah, the 30s like ruined a couple days for me where it was like. Yeah, I don't know how I existed. You don't sleep. Oh, yeah. No, my day consisted of waking up late because I was up so late on Adderall and then thinking, that's okay. I'll just take Adderall to wake up. And then I wake up, but it fully hits around 2 p.m. Yeah. And then I'm up until midnight and I think, oh, I got to smoke weed to go to sleep. And then you you sleep in because of the weed. Anyway, all that's to say. (laughs) This guy guy was zonked out on Vivance. And he was, he sounds like. He sounds like the type of guy who, like me, this shit is not good for you, and he does he's not. Doing, he's doing full amphetamine mania. Mm-hmm. Truly, like like which, when you're in the throes of it, it feels so good. It feels <laughs> terrible. You feel angry. You feel like everything sucks. No, and- you're in control. You got this. Your wife is trying to kill you. She's trying to slow you down. She <laughs> she's got to be taken out. She wants your Netflix money. So he's he's wigging out. He's in Budapest. They stage an intervention. They stage an intervention. Guess who shows up? Keanu, Keanu Reeves. He does? They're buds from 47 Ronin. Shit. And, well, he basically says, you guys are wrong and nothing's wrong with me. I'm fine. And Keanu says, via con Dios, brother. Even then, uh, even then, uh, what's his name? Carl got, they reached out to Carl for this, for this interview and he declined. All he said was, um, he said the article would say that I lost my mind. I did not. That's that was his only comment. Yeah, yeah. He's just saying, no, I'm not going to comment on this. Good for him. You're just going to say that I lost my mind. I did not. But right, so he agrees to get a. Uh, <clears throat> he agrees to have like a sober partner who's going to be keeping him sober Living and stuff with like. Him. Uh, I believe he kicks him out after like a couple of days. Well, yeah, it sounds like a fucking narc. <laughs> Again, I cannot stress this enough. You cannot keep this guy down. No, you can't. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Meanwhile, he's he's pestering Netflix for, <laughs> for more, more money. money. This is March of 2020. He he's missing milestones, but he's calling them up saying There's, you owe me money. They've given. They've already spent 44 million dollars. There's no real complete script. He's still deciding between two paths he wants to take the show in. Right. And one of them is he needs to know if he's going to get a second season or not yeah. because it, to, he needs to tell the story fully. Right. This guy fucking frocks. I can appreciate that where it's like, okay, if the story goes one way, I can finish it. But I have an idea for it to go this other way. And if we do that, I'm going to need more money to not only continue on this route, but then thereafter for a second season. And they're and going, Netflix is kind of going But we gave you $44 million. Right. So they send him $11 million. They, they Well, they don't want to. They're like, we're not going to give you anything. We've already given you $44 million. Yeah. You're fucking nuts. You need to give us something. And he said, if you don't give me more money... I swear to God, I'll will- kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> and you take, won't have anything. I'll take all these pills. No, yeah. but that was basically... He said, if you don't give me more money, I'm going to... The whole thing's going to implode. You're going right. to get no return. You need to give it to me so I can complete this thing. Otherwise, you get nothing. Right. Because... 
it's just gonna all fucking collapse. So they all get together and go. Shit, he's right now. And they wire him eleven million fucking dollars. And what is he? So my this favorite, is when it gets really fun. This is where it gets really fun. <laughs> so they send him eleven million dollars. And I don't know if you good folks remember, but in March of 2020, the market, the stock market, tanked, and then it proceeded to absolutely fucking rally. Well, he puts ten and a half. A lot of people were trading back then, like people who had never traded in there. It was very much like the late 90s dot com boom. So Carl, our friend Carl, was uh, was one of those people. He took ten and a half million of the eleven million. Which is so funny because, like, what, what was the half a million doing? He was like, "Let me just be safe here. Let's keep a half a million yeah, no nest kidding. egg here." <laughs> so he sent it to his personal account at Charles Schwab, and within just a couple weeks, he lost almost six million dollars playing gam- options, gambling on options. Um, and then there's some there's some some of the original executives at Netflix get shuffled around. So. All of a sudden, all the people who were responsible for hiring him are gone. Wait, before we go, they have some of his wagers, which I think are funny. Ooh. One of his wagers was that shares of the biotech firm Gilead Sciences, which had announced right. it was testing an antiviral drug on COVID patients, would soar. Another was that the S&P 500 index, which had already declined more than 30%, would fall further. Ooh. Mr. Wrench lost $5.9 million in a matter of weeks. His timing, man. Timing you can't is keep everything. a good man down, yeah. though. Okay. So the original executives leave. Um, he starts emailing crazy shit about coronavirus to... Oh, we, we got to give the details on this, though. In the following months, he behaved more erratically. Like right. many people, he was deeply affected by the pandemic, and right. he espoused strange theories about the coronavirus, according to text messages and emails. When Miss Roses, his wife, went to check on him in June 2020, he took her to a scenic lookout in the Hollywood Hills and pointed at planes overhead. They were organic, intelligent forces that came to say hi, he told her. So he believed that air, he's pointed at airplanes saying, check it out, wife. Those are organic, Those are organic intelligent, intelligent forces, forces that came come to, to say, say hi. He also sent her texts claiming that he could predict lightning strike. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. He also sent her texts claiming that he could predict lightning strikes and volcanic eruptions. That's fucking, that is Vivant's brain. If oh, I, that's dude. like, time. whereas my Vivant's brain was texting my neighbor Andy saying, hey, bitch, you want to play Scrabble and smoke cigarettes? <laughs> and we would for four hours. His was, I can predict lightning no, strikes. No, but you do start to feel like you're like tapping into a higher, you're like, I, I'm tapping into a- Yeah, why do you a, think I thought I could become president? I'm tapping into a higher vibration. Like I can feel yeah. lightning. I can feel lightning in the air. And I could feel a volcanic eruption from miles away. He also said, so this is when he was, so he's emailing this new head of strategic business decisions at, at uh, this poor woman at Netflix has no idea what's going on. He's emailing her saying that he knows where, uh, where coronavirus transmission mechanism is. So yeah. he's like, not only has he cracked the code for lightning and volcanoes, but he's also figured out coronavirus. He claimed, among other things, to have Pretty found cool. to found a way to map the coronavirus signal emanating from within the earth. Man, it was coming. Dude, from, this guy is fucking feeling. The call it. was coming from within the house. There's a, all along. <laughs> he was also sending the head of original content at the time, Cindy Holland. He was sending her text messages containing bizarre doodles and incomprehensible annotations. <laughs> Man, dude, that's like I knew a guy. Jeez, oh, yeah. When when. When you're going off the rails like that, you just, it sounds like he was probably speaking in riddles and just talking in in nonsense terms. Um, But important to note, Netflix execs did contact the LAPD 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the threat management unit. And, and they just said... <laughs> and they said, that is a guy just vibing out. You need to, you need him, to leave him alone. Let him cook. Maybe give him more money. As they say. Maybe give him millions of more dollars. Uh, yeah, but they looked at all the texts and emails and they said, no threat. To himself or to or, others. Or to others. Yeah. Which and is... we say, maybe, let's see if he really can predict lightning. Yeah. Well, so the next year in March of 2021, Netflix just said, all right, we're done. We're done funding this. We're done giving you any money. You are free to shop it elsewhere. But if someone picks it up elsewhere, they've got to pay us. They've got to reimburse us for what we've already dumped into this thing. So he gets pissed. He says, listen, I am of sound body and mind because that was their concern that he was very much not. He's, he says explicitly, I am of sound body and mind. Um, he transfers $4 million, So what does he do? <laughs> he goes and gambles more. I cannot state this any clearer. You cannot keep a good man down. This guy is bulletproof, baby. $4 million he puts into his Kraken account. And for those who don't the remember, exchange. Kraken is a crypto exchange. And he buys none other than Dogecoin. Oh, and a and lot of he, you are probably out there thinking, oh, another crypto loser. He Wrong. fucking scores. <laughs> he makes twenty-three million dollars. Twenty-seven million. Twenty-seven. Well, minus oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, four. Yes, yes, yes. He turned the four million into twenty-seven. How do you like that for a return? It fucking Netflix? rules. <laughs> like, how awesome does that feel? So Let the man is, cook. What Let does the he man do? Cook. What does he do? He's on Vivance. What else do you do when you just made twenty-seven million dollars? He bought five Rolls Royces, a Ferrari, and a three hundred eighty-seven thousand dollar Vacheron Constantine watch. Millions of dollars, about $8.7 million worth of high-end furniture and designer clothing. God damn. We got to read his little message to, um, to a Kraken, an online chat with a Kraken representative oh, when he wins his $27 million. Thank you and God bless crypto. Hell yes, pimp. I did not know that he said that to someone. That's awesome. Thank what? you and God bless. <laughs> he, was in a, he was chatting to a Kraken representative. Thank you and God bless crypto. Wow. Just zooted out of his mind. Well, so then uh, the, his divorce proceeds. His estranged wife's attorneys allege that he's buying all of these uh, high-end things, cars and stuff, to to hide his considerable wealth from her so that uh, she can't take it or whatever to make it more difficult to quantify. He says that he's bought it all because uh, it's for the show. It's for the show. Oh yeah, that whole time he was saying these were uh, oh, show expenses. Is, yeah, he is, needed this. He needed this stuff for props, he, uh, set, amazing. So, but Wardrobe. then simultaneously in Netflix's arbitration deal with him that they're going through, they're alleging, "Hey, that money is that that's ours." And he says, "Well, no, it's my money because it's Netflix money that you gave me, so it's all mine." He's also saying that they still owe him fourteen million. That's the best part is that he says. <laughs> they're still basically they're all still in arbitration right now uh, a decision has yet to be made but he is alleging that netflix actually still owes him money which is just an absolute king move that fucking rocks that hey i blew all your money i didn't even give you a show i ended up gambling some of it away then winning it all back by gambling on a fucking dog cryptocurrency by the way you still owe me 14 million dollars god so if he's out there watching somehow, the problem you, come on this show, dude. Oh, I, I want to. Oh, that's too. my thing. Like we're the we're the real losers in all this because we don't get to yeah. see conquest. Yeah. Okay. You Netflix and all these companies are afraid to take a risk on a on a visionary 
Do you, you ever hear the stories about like in the 70s, like uh, David Bowie, for example, I, I think it's Station to Station. He was so coked out the entire time. He like doesn't remember making it. Oh, oh, the whole a whole album, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and think it's like let my man let my man cook. If if Netflix were smart, they would offer to end the arbitration and give him the fourteen million dollars. In exchange, he will do a documentary about himself <laughs> yeah. and about this entire thing, and they can recoup their <clears throat> somewhat their investment. By the way, just on that on that note, to that end, Disney recently announced that they are going to be focused more on quality rather than quantity. Oh, interesting. And I think interesting that, way to make content, Disney. <laughs> that's what everybody that's funny cuz that's what every what it's it? like admitting that oh yeah, we've just been focused on shoveling dog shit in your children's mouths and hoping that they'll eat it and and like the smell. But no, no, now we're actually going to focus on making good shit. That's what I do when I'm when I'm playing tennis, I'm getting my ass kicked. I go, I'm going to start focusing on playing good now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's uh it's endemic to the entire streaming system which was at first it was all about let's just make a bunch of shit hoping to get people to sign up and okay now we've maximized that i guess now we gotta try to like make good shit to keep them there and you know one way to do that to to get your creators hooked on fucking stimulants oh yeah man that's actually a really good idea we should maybe do like our lost year of maybe we're just either coked out or doing um, amphetamines. They should do, they should do, uh, Netflix should give a million dollars. Like, if you really <clears> want to, just give a million dollars, <laughs> like, take $10 million, give a million to, to 10 groups of filmmakers from all sorts of different, I don't know, parts of the country or something, and say, hey, you got a million dollars to make whatever you want. And then, like, everybody votes on it or something. And if you want to blow it, if you want to blow the money on something, you are free to do so. Just film yourself doing it. That would be so fucking cool. God, man. I wish cameras were rolling when this guy was in the throes of it. I, I'm so glad that cameras weren't rolling when I was going through the throes of it. Because it would just be me smoking cigarettes, jerking off, playing Halo. No, but that's what I'm saying. Now we could have the cameras rolling oh, while yeah, we are sure. in the throes of it. Yeah. Think about where we could take the show if we had just enough Vivans or Coke or whatever. If we, we could make our station a station. Dude. That's what's holding me back. Do you want it? If you can get a hold of some Vivance and get and, and and force it down my throat, I will do an episode on Vivance. It'll be just it'll just be me waiting no, uh, to talk. It'll be the, the best episode of all time. Will, oh, I think that this was the best one we've ever done. It will feel like that after, uh -huh. but yeah, if we watch it, I'm so horny, but my dick is just like asleep. It won't wake up, no matter how uh, my dick. <laughs> it'll just. <laughs> It'll just devolve into talking about sex and women and which No, I don't think so. I think we'll stay laser focused, man. On what on really? You think so? We might make a hit album. I don't know what'll happen. Yeah. Just start scatting. <laughs> Scatman, what's his Carruthers? What was his name? Scatman John? I don't know, but can I say so, Not to get fully off topic here, but I didn't fully grasp when we were doing the uh Ben and Emil on Thanksgiving. If you haven't seen it yet, go back and watch Ben oh, yeah, and Emil. Go back, on, bitch. Or watch all of them. Yeah. Uh, we just did Ben and Emil on being a boy. We forgot to do that. <laughs> did you did yeah. your GoPro out of batteries? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's your... Shit, I keep tapping my hand. Sorry. I didn't fully grasp the fact that... Even though you told me while it was happening, I didn't fully grasp the fact that Bobby Badfingers was like such a big deal. 
He wasn't a big deal. No, I ever. didn't either until I was looking it up. Yeah, he was putting like the YouTube clips behind us of him like on Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he 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 had his moments. What? He like fully put albums out and stuff. He shit, really? Oh, I don't know. It seemed I didn't know that yeah, he there put was it. one about him like getting off Adderall. I swear <laughs> to God. I put it in the background. You said my dad's ADD and then I put the album image. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bobby oh, Badfingers. Yeah, Bobby, it was like, like a I'm Christmas. not on Adderall anymore, Bobby Badfingers. Fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Uh, yeah, he's a character. Former RV salesman. Oh, yeah. My struggle with Adderall addiction. Oh, geez. That explains so much that Bobby Badfingers was on Adderall. We should get him on here. I hope he's alive. Dude, he's got to come along for our lost year. A year? I got to do Adderall for a year is what you're telling me? Another year of if my life? If things are going well, we'll do... Uh, I, can't, we'll I truly do can't imagine what it must be like to take Adderall. Like, at this, at, at my <clears throat> age, having my experience with it, knowing that that high that you feel isn't real. It rocks. It's the same it thing does, still. It fucking... It, 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 when I first took it, it was six hours of pure heavenly bliss. Everything is awesome. Everything is interesting. And then the more you take it, the more that window just shrinks and shrinks and shrinks until finally toward the end, I would take it. I'd feel good for all of 20 minutes. And then it would just be six hours of just fucking. Wait, I got to get a picture of Dylan. He's got, you got a great uh, GoPro mark on the head. First time I did, uh, Vance, I studied music theory in college because I had an F in the class and I studied it so hard and I got so passionate about it that I remember taking the test and be like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't really remember everything, but I think I did pretty good. And he like wrote me, he's like, the amount of dedication you put into this. I was like, okay, Vance, great. I remember my friend was in med school and he's from New Jersey, also a big Bruce Springsteen guy. And he of started, he was. Uh, it must have been like either December or, uh, you know, May when, when finals are happening, but I'm getting texts about like, he's making connections in Bruce Springsteen songs and texting me. And I'm like, dude, how much Adderall are you taking? He's like tons. <laughs> I, my fondest Vivance memory is I was in symbolic logic, which is a very, it's like language math. And it was so hard. That very first class, I thought, I, there's no way in hell I'm going to understand this. Fast forward to me doing homework on Fridays. I was fully unstoppable. And I, I was tutoring other kids in the class just because I liked it so much. And I, could, I had cracked the code. You, the, the professor could put up whatever, and I'd eventually figure it out. I was just that good. And there was this one test. Uh, I had to make up for it because I was sick. And it, me and some other student who was also sick had to go to my professor's office hours and take the test. And as I, I finish it and I do, there's two bonus questions, two extra credit questions that are like extra hard. I got them and I knew it. And I was so, con I was like, I double checked my work. I got an A plus on this. So when I stand up and hand it to him, I just go, I drop it on the desk and I go, A plus. And when he comes oh back my God. the next week, the next week when he comes around, my professor loved me because he loved how dedicated I was to it. The next week he comes, uh, comes around, he's handing out everybody's, walking around, handing everybody's uh, test to him. He comes up to me and he holds it up to his chest. He looks at me, A plus, and he drops it down. It was so great. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. I do uh, wish the audio listener could see how proud of oh, Ben I was so is proud. of himself and right I now. Asked, I asked, my professor ended up saying, Hey, you know, you're really good at this and clearly you've got a um you've got a love a substance for it. Substance abuse issue. You should, you should. 
And I said, yeah, too bad there's nothing you can do with this. He said, no, this is basically pre-calculus. You should, you should take a calculus course. And I just went, man, that's fucking lame. Fuck you. And I left. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Wow. But I just was like, I'm not doing math. Screw that. You could have been good Ben hunting. Oh, man. Yeah. Shit. Can you imagine me? Can you imagine? Can you? <laughs> I, I'm trying to, <laughs> but I, I can't get past <laughs> the. Be <laughs> what am I trying to do? be a good janitor? Yeah, toilets be clean as hell. <clears throat> that is true. I would be a good janitor. You would keep the bathroom spotless. <laughs> Speaking, you know who's got filthy bathrooms, surprisingly? In and out. Every time I go into an in and out bathroom, I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here? The girlfriend counter is now going to become the toilet counter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of toilets and, and, and whatnot and old, old time stuff, Black Friday just happened. And do, do we know the etymology there? Why do they call it Black Friday? Cause it's a dark time. Cause it's like a, Dark time consumerism? Yeah. He's Googling it. He's Googling it, audio listener. By the way, I just believed- got to give a shout out to the audio listener. You are there. Paul, if you're listening, because Paul, uh, Paul listens. McCartney. That's Paul no. McCartney we're talking about. Paul, uh, friend of the show, Simon. Paul. Paul Simon. That's right. Uh, the audio listener, man, what a what a an absolute stuff <clears throat> you are. You, you, you keep this show. You are the spirit of this show. And, and the audio listener, the video, the YouTube watcher, you're fucking awesome, too. Oh, my God. It is believed by many that the term Black Friday derives from the concept that business operate at a financial loss uh, <clears throat> or are in the red until the day after Thanksgiving when massive sales finally allow them to turn profit or put them in the black. There you have it. Who so, knows, though? This is all like apocryphal why, bullshit. Yeah, anyway. Actually, nobody really knows. But, folks, we used to have actual people would die on Black we Friday. We used to have a country. We used to have a country where people... I participated in a couple Where of Black Fridays. if you wanted Fridays. something cheap, you had to put your goddamn life on the line. You really did. You had to, people would camp out in front of Best Buy, in front of Target, and, and wait to be let into the, they would camp out all night and be let into the store at six in the morning, the butt crack of dawn, just to save money on a TV. But the thing is, wasn't it also worse shit? They were putting out worse shit. No. Yes, it was. Back then, the deals were legitimate, and I they don't were think good. They, I think they, they were, were. I think they were putting out shitty inventory. That, what, what's happening now is actually you've got increased consumer awareness, and people are now, the people are talking to each other. The people are aware. They know that it's all bullshit. I mean, now it's to the point where there's, I've seen plenty of videos of people taking the tag at Target and whatnot that says Black Friday deal, and you remove the tag and behind it is the exact same price that it was just a week ago. That's not how it used to be. It legitimately used to be, yo, this Sony TV is $1,000, but on Black Friday... Do you think this is a case of you being a child back then? What? No. <laughs> All right. No way. Back in Probably. my day, Black Friday used to mean something. It did. It did. And I remember camping out a couple times, and it was thrilling. because You I camped was... out? Yeah. For what? What did you For, want? We bought an entire sound system. We bought a giant TV. We bought... Sony PlayStation 2. I bought a mini disc player, I think. What kind of deals are we talking? I don't remember, man. They were 40% off, up to 30% off. However much. You got a good deal, is what I'm saying. But I used to have such a hard-on for every week looking in the Sunday paper and seeing those color ads for the for the computers. And seeing... I remember when they first got the, the processors up to 1 gigahertz. For for the longest time, I was like 900 megahertz, and I'm like, whoa, they're getting there, they're getting there. And then one week, 
finally one gigahertz processor. What would that mean? It just means faster. You open you you open things faster. Now we got those dang M3 chips. Now you got I don't even know how many gig, but they don't even measure it in gigahertz anymore because it's pointless. It'd be off the charts. It'd be so off legitimate. Well, now the RAM speed is like eight gigahertz. <sighs> but <laughs> sorry, I had to clear my throat. But I will say, so the you know how much we spent on Black Friday? We as a community, as a society, Americans, Americans, nine point eight billion dollars. And what was astonishing to me was $5.3 billion of that was done entirely on mobile. But that's what I don't understand. So I don't this feel is like the cyber shit. Yeah. Okay. That's the other thing. Just go on fucking line. Everyone's... <clears throat> you mean on a laptop? <laughs> no, just... Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant like in contrast to <laughs> but, doing it all on but mobile. But who's going to the store on Friday? Just do, They got all the deals yeah, online. It, literally everything is online. Are you an idiot? Maybe you want it now. Maybe you want it now, now. I want the TV now. Also, TVs are so cheap now. Between TVs and cars, who's buying these shits? Like, you buy... I've had my TV for five years. It's fine. I've no, had my car... Are you watching grainy ass shit? No, I'm not watching grainy shit. You wish. Looks bad. Looks bad. No, my TV looks you good. Fuck one. both of you. It looks good. Me and Dylan went over to watch a movie, and we were like, can't even make out what the fuck's going Man, on. Man, you can make out all you want. Dude. Yeah, well, guess what? You're wrong. Well, so, also, there's this... There was a... Did you see that Joe Biden made a speech? To corporations? Yeah. And you know what he said? Give the American consumer a break. give the consumer a break. He straight up said that. He said, hey, we know that you guys can charge lower prices. Why aren't you doing it? Huh? Why aren't you doing it? Pussies. Well, he's pissed off because if they don't, it's going to hurt his chances for re-election. I like this. Consumers feel like they're being played for suckers. Which they are, he says. He meant they, which they are in that they are being played for suckers, but it comes across as... They are suckers. Consumers, oh, are, oh, consumers being played feel for like, su- yeah, his full sentence is consumers feel like they're being played for suckers, which they are. Are suckers. Are being played for suckers. They are being played for right, suckers. Right, right, right. Yeah. Not that they are, because I'm not a sucker. I'm a good consumer. I'm a sucker. We are, are suckers. Big time. <laughs> I can't, I Just guess, by being yeah. a consumer, you're a loser. I guess, yeah, true. I got the MetaQuest 3. I'm a big time idiot. What's the MetaQuest? VR oh, MetaQuest. Headset. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to, are you going to, should we get a Apple headset for this show? Yup. I guess, huh? <laughs> it's a write off, baby. Yeah. Awesome. How much is it? $6,000? I think it's 3500 It's 3500 But for the two of them, 7000 Yeah. I'm not getting two. We're wait, not wait. getting two. Play the, uh, what? Play the materialism a trap. It is a trap. Go to down to the bonus. That's a good one for the, uh, for the loser consumer. Jesus. Here we go. You what seen is, this? What is this? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, Jesus. God. <laughs> okay. For the audio listener, this is a girl reacting to receiving the Billie Eilish Nike Air Force Ones. <sighs> It's just a brown shoe. Yeah, they look like shit. It's just a brown shoe. It, it looks. It just looks brown. Uh, why is she excited? Because she knows that she can resell it and make a lot of money. No, or because she's it's coveted. so stoked that she has the Billie Eilish shoe. There are twenty more seconds. You of must. This. You want me to play them? Yes, I'd like to okay. see how she reacts. Does she faint? I haven't seen I it. I want her to throw up on the shoe. 
and then it's rendered useless. All right, here we go. Oh, and she's also she got a T-shirt that she's thrilled about. She got the matching Billie Eilish brown shirt. <laughs> We're making fun of her, but I imagine there's something. Remember the N64 kid, the the video, yes, the viral video, that freak freaking out about getting N64. Yeah. We were kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, I remember first getting a... Uh, Something is particularly gross about this, though. Yeah, because they're Billie Eilish brown shoes. Right. N64 was going to give me hours of pleasure. Also, by the way... Because I was going to fuck the N64. I, I never had an N64. That's crazy. I know. Um, we would only play it at Michael Kaplan's house, and his house always smelled so good. And And I would get... <laughs> his older brother, Brian, was like four years older than me and bigger than me. And I would beat him at Mario Kart 64 every time and he would get so mad I was legitimately afraid he was going to hit me. He would hit his brother all the time and yeah, I'd kick his ass and he'd go, what the fuck? <laughs> Full on like would rage and get up and I'm like, fuck. What's and, he doing now? Uh, I think he's a doctor. Nice. Yeah, I think I think he. Uh, <laughs> I think he's a full on doctor. He was a great guy but it was just, I just remember thinking like, geez, should I let this older kid beat me just so he won't beat me <laughs> yeah wait uh, i forgot what i was gonna say about what What did you just say oh billy eilish her music sucks why she whispers she whispers that's all you know what no no you know one song and that's what you think her entire music catalog is that is i don't entire, know i <laughs> listen to a whole album and i'm like this is just like intentional asmr music because that's what she knows makes people cream themselves i don't know anything about her music but you get you get shit on every time you, you listen to an entire Billie Eilish album. Yep. What was the album called? Billie Eilish, the classics. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like her latest one. What's Did it called? Everybody, I don't remember. It was like the one that the most recent one that came out that everybody was going nuts for. And you don't remember and I one to song? Just to her going. <laughs> you don't remember one song. <laughs> can you name me one? Can you, can you name me one song off the uh, Barbie? Barbie. No, that's okay. That the fuck. Um, Phineas. Are you just making Phineas shit is up? My brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Listen, her music is fine. She can sing. Whatever. I just we're gonna play some Billie Eilish songs in the bonus because no, no, this is not. fucking crazy. No, we're gonna be answering questions in the bonus as well. Yeah, but I doing. need to play. I've never. I've I've only heard that one song. I'm a bad guy. Oh yeah. Want to fuck your dad, guy? That's what the lyric is? She said something like that. Don't fucking... I do like that song. I like the instrumental. Now you like the... I like the instrumental because it sounds like a... It sounds like a... It, it, goes, it goes... She said something about like wanting to fuck your dad. It goes It goes like this. And I think of a really, really bitchy gay guy. Make your mama sad type. Make your girlfriend mad type. Bobby Badfinger should do a snapping Billy Eilish. Ooh, yeah. Bobby Badfinger was before his time. If he was around now doing TikTok, take it easy oh, yeah. on the goddamn Dude, live streams. He'd be raking it in. He would be raking it in. Yeah, I should. I should call him. All right, back to the bad guy lyrics. <laughs> oh yeah, what make your the- I'm the bad type. Make your mama sad type. Make your girlfriend mad type. Might might seduce your dad type. Oh, I'm might the seduce bad- your dad. I knew it was something like that. Yeah. Um. Did mm, okay. Sure. What do you mean sure? No, yeah, that's. So you like her now? No, I like that song. I do, but everything else uh, I think is 
it, it, it I'm going to listen to the entirety of this album just to prove you Happier wrong. Than Ever. Yeah, that was the name of the album. No, you, you See, I just remembered. No, you, I pulled it up. No, like, I was looking over there. <laughs> I was looking over there. Yeah, I believe also, it was Happier like, Than ben Ever. Ben is a severe gaslighter. What? No. We were... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Man. What does that even mean? You don't even know what that means. You don't know what that word means. You use it, but I don't think you understand. What what's funny is there's I what's I remember funny? when I first learned what it meant I thought there's an entire district in San Diego called that the gaslight district no, but not. then it's the gas lamp district Oh I was trying to gas lamp you Oh you're where trying is to this? gaslamp me San Diego Oh It's like where all the college kids go and get fucked up and listen to Billie Eilish Yeah so uh, I think that that's probably good sp- a good spot to end the episode. If you're still here, truly, what the fuck? You're sick. If you're one of those people who does watch us and you've, you've seen us on the thumbnails and you give us a try and you're still here, thank you. Uh, thank you to everybody who does listen. I sent a message on Patreon last week saying thanks to all the patrons, but uh, to everybody else out there, thanks. Because... Uh, yeah, and if you haven't signed up, we got a bunch of shit on there, man. We're gonna be doing. We got to do our movie night soon too. Yes. This, well, yeah. Oh, we'll, maybe a Christmas movie. Oh <clears throat> yeah, maybe a. Uh, does RoboCop have a Christmas movie? Oh uh, yeah, is, uh, RoboCop Christmas edition. <laughs> <laughs> is RoboCop a Christmas movie? Because doesn't it like take place during? I think the you're thinking Die Hard. Oh uh, yeah, oh, that'd be a good holiday. We movie. could watch Die Hard. We could watch D Hard. Yeah. Well. Oh man, R.I.P. to a real one. Who? Robocop? Bruce Willie. Oh, oh yeah, Bruce Willie. His body is alive, but his (laughs) brain is not. Well, I don't know. He's mostly alive, I think. Yeah, but his brain is like mush. He doesn't even know who he is. (laughs) I don't think that's true. It is true. You you didn't hear about this? No, I know. Oh. But like, he's not... Is he completely not there? He's got like... Yeah, he's got like a rare form of some kind of fucked up dementia where he's just like, (laughs) I don't know who I am. Awful. Yeah. Well, they were also, I mean, whatever, we can end the episode. If they were also what? Nobody's listening. <laughs> his family was basically like extending, I don't know if it was his family or whoever, but like extending his career. That's why he was in all those awful movies because he would, he just like uh, had yeah. a base rate of whatever it was, five to $10 million. Yeah. And so. So we'd show he, up and just go, dude, I they would shoot you. Really? They would put like an earpiece in his thing and they'd go like, get out there, Bruce. And, uh. Wow. I mean, a salute to him because even then, that's really hard to do if you're battling dementia and you're just. Oh, I don't going, think he I really fucking knew what he was doing. I think his family's all. He did seem confused in that Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> really? I'm we all sorry. seemed confused. Which one? Yeah. The police one? <laughs> yeah. Police? Uh, that was like 20 years ago. Mm. No. That, oh, yeah. We're old. Yeah. <laughs> the one with uh, 15. Tracy Morgan? Yeah. Huh. Well, on that note. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> See you next time, folks. Bye.